But the only way to know if there's something new or better or even test out why what you're doing might be the best option is to sometimes take that risk. Welcome to season four of the Fitness Hacks podcast. My goal of this season is to help you shatter those self-limiting beliefs by learning to train smarter through proper workout design, nutrition, and mindset habits. Hey guys, this is Corey from Redefining Strength, and today for the Fitness Hacks podcast, I want to talk about why change is such a challenge. So I know there are some of you weirdos out there who really love change. I would actually say that Ryan is one of you weirdos. Uh, He seems to embrace change very easily, and I think I credit him actually for forcing me to embrace change more readily, but I am not a person that naturally did embrace change. Um, Personally, I really found change very challenging and it's actually funny because growing up, my mom loves to tell the stories of how I like would not sleep very well like the whole month before school started basically. So like one month out of the entire summer, I wouldn't sleep well knowing that a big change was coming in the new school year. Uh, So I definitely was not a person that liked change. However, I've had to learn to embrace it over the years because if you want growth, if you want to improve, you've got to make changes because we can't just keep doing what we've always done and expect a new and better result. So I'm saying all these things to you as a person who does not like change herself, okay? Still don't like it, but I have learned how I can better embrace it, how I cannot see it as such a challenge, such sort of a a pushback against what I'm currently doing. And I think part of why, like when I started assessing, you know, like why did I see change as such a challenge? It was because I think a lot of times it's us facing that we're not right about something, right? We like to be right. We like our habits and routines to be correct. We like these set patterns, especially as a routine oriented person, I like these things. And I realized that part of why I didn't like change was because I had these ingrained mindsets, I had these values, I had these priorities, and that meant sort of admitting that something wasn't right in them. Uh, So I was sort of thinking about, you know, like how could I help myself not only shift these habits and routines, embrace the fact that, okay, yes, I wasn't correct technically, I guess you could say about something, but that doesn't mean I was bad or wrong, right? It just means that I needed to change because I was learning and growing and improving all good things. But I realized it also came down to mindsets. You know, I was thinking this is good and this is bad. I had this mindset of, you know, having to make these massive overhauls. And I realized that it was really the mindsets over even the routines and habits that I was struggling to embrace and change. Because part of change is unlearning the old as we even learn the new, right? It's not just learning new. It's the fact that a lot of things we do, you know, these instinctual, natural feeling patterns aren't what we actually need when we make the changes. So in assessing all of this and trying to change my own perspective, uh, I realized a few different things that I wanted to share with you. And one of the big things I realized was that these ingrained habits, these ingrained routines, these ingrained mindsets aren't fully really a part of my identity. And I think the more that we feel the things we're going to change are truly a part of who and what we are, the harder they are to change, right? Because we value them, we prioritize them, we see them as something definitive in our life. And when we see ourselves as these things, even down to the fact that we see ourselves as paleo or as keto or as whatever diet we're doing, you know, the harder it is to change because the more we become part of this cult, part of this lifestyle. And so if we start to realize that these things aren't defining who and what we are, uh, they're things we do to live our best lives, the easier it is to change. Because if your whole goal in life is to live your best life, be your best self, get the results that you want, all these other things are just a part of that. And that makes them a little bit easier to interchange as you're learning more, as you're growing as a person, right? You should wanna strive to be able to reach those goals over feeling like a set habit or routine is something that's definitive or your identity. So I think it's realizing that the less we make 
these different habits that we're doing, our identity, the more we can make changes to them. And again, going back to like, what do you ultimately want out of life? That is who you are, right? And so anything that helps you strive to be that, a kind person, a healthy person, a fit person, a whatever person, that's gonna help you. So embracing changes towards those things is a good thing. So I think it, it really came down to realizing that, you know, diet can't become religion for us. We can't just fall into one camp and become so entrenched in that camp and only listen to people from that camp that we then don't see other perspectives. And that even sometimes means challenging yourself by looking at things that you, you're never going to agree with, but at least it challenges you to think of why you might still believe in the habits and routines that you're doing and how that's actually truly a part of your identity, not just a camp you've sort of fallen into. Okay. I think number two, it's sort of thinking of or realizing that things aren't really as binary as we make them out to be, that life truly is a very annoying continuum. Uh, I know, and I love this answer slash I know it's a really annoying answer when someone asks something is like, someone will be like, well, it's the best routine. What's the best move? Well, it depends. Uh, but that's also the honest answer because there are so many factors that come into play throughout our life, right? Even something that worked for us at one point might not work for us at another point because nothing works forever because things are constantly evolving and shifting. Whether it is, you know, aches and pains adding up. I don't want to say age because it's not just our age. They can add up at any age, but aches and pains adding up because of habit and lifestyle factors. Whether or not it's that we got a new job, we started a family, you know, we've gone through menopause and hormones have changed. You know, maybe we went on a different medication. Maybe we came off a of medication. All of these things will impact what we need and we have to be open to embracing new habits and routines as other factors change. Even sometimes just our desires. Like I can tell you that, you know, at one point I did enjoy cardio more. I don't know what was wrong with me at that point. Just kidding. But I, I did enjoy cardio more versus now I enjoy lifting a lot more. You know, I've gotten into doing more boxing. You know, I might want to experiment with something else. It's, it's one of these things that we can constantly be evolving in even what we want to pursue. And it's okay to make changes based on that new lifestyle, but we can't see something as so a part of our identity that we can't let it go. You know, I never like to say we won't be getting able to get back to an activity because I think a lot of times, you know, we get an injury, we say, oh, I'll never get back to running. But the simple fact is, is there are certain times where maybe you won't enjoy it in the same way that you did. And if you're defining yourself only as that runner identity, then you're not going to make changes to find something else that you might even enjoy more. Maybe at this point in your life, you will enjoy lifting more, or maybe there's a different type of like, you know, metabolic interval training that you're like, holy cow, I really love this. Right? So instead of seeing it as, you know, I can't make a change from this identity. I even have to push through the aches and pains, be open to the changes as they help you sort of pursue your best life. Again, it's really sort of evaluating, like, why are we resistant to this change? Why is it so tied up in our identity? What do we really want out of life? Okay. But then realizing that it's not just good or bad, you know, there's opportunity and things like, even if we do sort of define ourselves as, you know, paleo or keto or low fat or whatever else it is, realizing that there are, might be other options, even for somebody else out there can be really helpful when we're even speaking to other people, but it can also help us then even define ourselves more as that thing, because we realize that maybe we don't need to make a change that this is right for us. Right. We have to realize that there really is a continuum of options and being open to that will allow us to evolve as we need so that we can really grow into our best, happiest, strongest, fittest, whatever self. Okay. The last sort of thing that sort of helped me embrace change a little bit more was actually setting end dates. So not only setting deadlines at which point I wanted to have embraced the change by, but even end dates where I was going to assess how the changes went, because I think it can be really intimidating to make a whole bunch of changes, especially when they're not instinctual, they're not natural. Uh, we're even fighting against those or reverting back into those habits. Uh, you know, it can be hard to embrace things just for a new lifestyle. Uh, instead we can more, 
easily embrace a program if we know, hey, I'm doing this for 21 days and I'm actually gonna embrace it for 21 days and if it doesn't work, I can always go back to what I was doing, right? Versus it's way harder to actually implement all the habits and do the program as a system. Instead, we tend to cherry pick things uh, that still sort of fit the identity we believe in. Uh, and then we don't actually test it out. We don't actually get a result from it. We can write it off as not working, but we didn't really test it. Uh, but part of that is because we don't have that end date to give ourselves that time to assess. And it's intimidating to think, well, I won't really know if this works. How will I know if it works? When do I stop it? You know, whatever else. So I think it's really key sometimes that we give ourselves those end dates, not only to get ourselves to start the change now, but also to give ourselves that time at which we can really assess, did it work for me, right? Because part of the scariness of change is, Will it work? Will we fail? And you know what, guys? There are gonna be times that you do make changes and you do fail with them, right? But the only way to know if there's something new or better or even test out why what you're doing might be the best option is to sometimes take that risk. But set end dates. And even with those end dates, you're still creating that new lifestyle. Like even when I embraced macros, I set an end date at which point I was gonna cycle a ratio. With workouts, I set a three-week progression. Sometimes I do stay on it for longer. Sometimes I go off of it quicker because it just doesn't feel right. But by having that end date, I give myself that chance to assess what's going on. And it doesn't feel like I'm just doing this forever. Plus there's motivation to do it now and stay consistent, okay? We have to remember that so much in our life evolves and our priorities will shift, and that's not a bad thing. We have to be open to the changes as challenging as they can be, but we have to really realize like where, you know, what we're trying to change sort of falls in our belief and our identity, you know, how we're actually going to approach it, the continuum that there really is, and realizing that it's not so much good or bad, what we're doing is not good or bad even, uh, but there's a, such a spectrum of things that we can draw from. And then setting those end, end dates as we make ch uh, the changes so that we can really help ourselves assess what is working, embrace the systems as a whole, so we actually test out something new. But just remember, change can be challenging. And even just admitting that to yourself, admitting that it's okay to feel overwhelmed, not like change, can be really empowering because I think sometimes we try and gloss over the negative and just think we should do something, which makes it even more frustrating when we can't. So, you know, if change is a challenge, really think about these three things as you go to make a change and constantly evolve to be your healthiest, happiest, fittest self. Thanks for tuning in to the Fitness Hacks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really, really, really super appreciate if you'd leave me a review on iTunes. If you haven't introduced yourself as well, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear what you're working towards and see how I can help. For my free three-step RS formula, visit rsformula.com.